Hey ladies, it's your favorite dating coach here. Do these titles sound familiar at all? Uh, what to do until love finds you. Secrets of an irresistible woman. What are the three biggest mistakes women make in relationships? <laughs> hey, what's up ladies? So today I'm gonna show you guys 10 ways to make a guy weak for you. So how do you become a high value woman that men will never want to leave? You're smart, you're sexy, you're confident, and you still make mistakes. It's all good. Coming up, a year and a half ago, she says she was fat, broken, miserable. Now she's happier than ever. How'd she do it? Why with me to Peru? <laughs> is this how you welcome me to Vegas? This is exactly how I welcome you to Vegas every time you come. Oh, my God, you make me feel so young. Mm. Is that the right word? You make me feel so young? You make me feel... Yes, he makes so young. me feel like... I think he was kind of abusive, but it's okay. It's okay. Anyway. <laughs> Neither here nor there. The Rat Pack. The Rat Pack. I'm in Vegas with Delia this week. Yay! It's so exciting. We love it. We love it, and we are normally recording in our respective cities. I'm in San Diego. She's here, but this week... I am here, it's amazing, and it is hot as fuck. It is, and we're in my stepdad's studio, which is hotter it's, than it's, fuck. It's so hot. <laughs> but, total bonus, there is a didgeridoo, so if you wanted to play a there, little something. There is totally a didgeridoo, you guys, like little, for real. A little hot cross buns on the didgeridoo. Yeah, I'm waiting for like an... <laughs> like an aboriginal australian to come out there might and just be like pick it up i and... don't know there's a lot of stuff in this studio so <laughs> i'm not ruling it out oh god so i've been here uh for a real estate conference okay is that like a euphemism for something <laughs> i wish <laughs> i wish it was but no it's a literal real estate conference okay and it's just been an awesome week actually Vegas is a very welcoming city, and I've been kind of in awe of how many people are here from how many different places in the world, and we somehow all just figure it out. Nobody's, like, going crazy on each other. You know, I mean, you would think with all of these different kinds of backgrounds and walks of life, and I, and I was just kind of walking uh, down the strip the other day and just thinking... If Las Vegas can figure out how to get the world to get along <laughs> together. Well, I think it has something to do with either time of day that you were walking down the street. Okay, true. when the club lets out, it's a little bit different of a story. Right, because it was like 8.30 a.m. on the way to Oh, from yeah, that everyone's <laughs> like, woo, fresh Fresh faced at that time. Although there are people who are just walking out. <laughs> that of is the casino. very, very true. Yeah. And I think any town that services vices, everyone mm. seems to get along in a town that, you know, your bad habits can. Right. Everyone's in agreement. Yes. That they are here to destroy to do their dirty. lives for a few days. <laughs> to do dirty. Yes. Do dirty. Speaking of dirty, I have the hotel room to myself tonight. So I'm trying I'm just trying to figure out how to stir up a little I don't know. A little love uh, what connection. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas situation. Yeah. So we'll see if I can um what is today? Thursday? Today's Thursday. Thursday's a happening day. Oh yeah, you could tell all the people are coming in. Yeah. And that's when everyone's like 
fresh. Like, if you're at the airport on a Thursday afternoon evening, people are so excited to be here. I could tell. Sunday afternoon. (laughs) Rough. Different story. (laughs) Yeah, I came in on Monday night, and it was kind of like, oh, it's dead. Like, it it was just, Mm -hmm. it was dead. But today it was popping off when I left my hotel to come here, so... Yeah, we'll so see you what might happens. be popping off later. The night is young, <laughs> and so are we. <laughs> yes, well, somewhat. So, what's been going on with you? Um, sorry that I had to tear you away from your phone to oh, do the yeah. podcast. I was internet today. dating. Um, yes. Even though I'm taking time for myself, I <laughs> to be able to sneak in a few. Yeah, it's interesting how you bridge the gap. Internet dates. <laughs> um, yeah, so just kind of, I've been talking to a guy now for like. God, three weeks? Oh, my God. Are you guys engaged? Not yet. So just kind of actually, like, you know, taking it slow and getting to know someone. Okay. I like that. That's great. Yeah, so we'll see what happens when you met him. No, not yet, because this town, we have completely opposite work schedules. Mm, Okay. So I think the only time we jointly have off is Sunday afternoon. Okay, this is exciting, though, to talk to someone for three weeks because you you kind of can have time to get to know them. Yeah, yeah. And so then you meet, and it's like there's, an, there's, there's real a, anticipation. It's not just like, hey, what are you doing right now? Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. I think that's so, great. That's exciting. So that's very exciting. Enough about that. What was yesterday? What was yesterday? I don't know. Why don't you tell me? <laughs> Yesterday I was crabby. That's what was yesterday. Well, understood. Yesterday, dear listeners, I turned four zero. <gasps> Forty. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. It's like the Elvis birthday wishes. <laughs> Happy birthday, <laughs> No, yeah, you sure did, girl. Congratulations. You I made did. it. I made it. Yeah. What do I win? Your sexual peak. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you what, it's a great prize. Okay. <laughs> Golf claps. Yeah. I love it. No, I'm not kidding. I'm no. very excited. You think I'm kidding? I'm not kidding. It's, I know you're not kidding, girl. It's, it's I'm ready. to look forward to. Yeah. I'm, consider so. me in training. Like, <laughs> cue chariots of fire, get me some sweatbands. I'm ready. Push up oh montage. I'm it. on it. God, it's gonna, you're gonna like it. I think you're going to like it a lot. Yes, I'm pretty excited. No. Yesterday was weird, but yeah. The yeah. day after my birthday, golden. Yeah, no, 40 is a weird, I think, I think it's a weird age for men and women because that's like midlife crisis time for men. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, I'm getting too old to be viable uh, in the world for women. <laughs> That's what it feels oh, like yeah. when you turn 40, but that's not true. Yeah. The world is different now. Uh, and I feel like people are much more interested in older women than they used to be. Just because I think... If my Hinge account says anything <laughs> about that, yes. And yes. No, it's true. Uh, I think that you're going to find that there's a confidence that comes with it. There's a thing that happens uh, in your brain that kind of some flip switch and you're like, <laughs> I'm, I'm a 40 year old woman and I'm fucking awesome. All right. I'm ready yeah, for this. I, I think, I think that's, let's hope this happens tomorrow or later today. <laughs> you know, I'm not there yet. I'm not quite there at the awesome stage, but no, give it a minute. Give it a minute. Just give it a chance. 
Another thing that happens when you turn 40 is that you never have to chase men again. I know. You are a queen of the Segway. <laughs> All hail, queen of the Segway. So, Carla, yeah. what is our book this week? Pray so tell. This week's <laughs> book that we're sharing is called Never Chase Men Again by our dear favorite author, Bruce Bryan. <clears throat> well, we only say that because it's the second time we've visited one of his books. Yes. The first one didn't go so hot. The first one I literally despised. It was the uh, make your make him beg for your attention, 75 ways to communicate and beg attention. Yeah. Got make it. him beg for your attention. Yeah, um, that wasn't the greatest first impression. I no. didn't think we'd be revisiting. No, I didn't either. But then actually one of our listeners messaged me and said, oh, you have to check out this book. And it just happened to be by Bruce Bryant's Never yeah. Chase Men Again. And then I remembered that this was in my, this, I had already listened to it. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And which was funny because I didn't make the connection that it was even the same author because oh. I like this book. Oh. You're no. like, that can't possibly be the same dude. Yeah. I have good things to say about it. So the title is Never Chase Men Again. 38 Dating Secrets to Get the Guy, Keep Him Interested, and Prevent Relationships. You know all of our breathing exercises in theater class? Yes. I think we could have just read titles of relationship I books. know. Instead of like all those times like red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow. We would have just been like, never chase men again. 38 dead ends. <laughs> yeah. No, but obviously the book is about not chasing men. <laughs> Good, because I'm tired. <laughs> yes. I'd rather have them come to me. That's right. Now, so I will say this about the book. First of all, just to recap, Bruce Bryan's, from what we have gleaned, is strictly an author, and he says that he's a relationship enthusiast. So, there's... so he does it for sport. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He doesn't have, that I know of, any kind of degree or any kind of special qualifications that make him you know, a guru other than the fact that he's written a lot of books with many lists. Okay. So good for him. Congratulations to him. He's selling books. People are buying them. Also, I'm thinking it's time for us to write a book because we clearly have no qualifications to give people advice. Yeah. I'm so, downers. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, listeners, if you could see her face right now, because I did come up with an idea that I wasn't going to talk about. An excellent idea. And now I feel like one of those people on the stands in a Law & Order episode <laughs> that, like, has said the thing that now they get to cross-examine me on it. Well, this is the dynamic between uh, Delia and I over the years. <laughs> Delia has incredible ideas and incredible talent for writing. Thank you. Full stop. We can just stop there. And then she... <laughs> does it and then she shares it with no one and then she frets about anyone ever even seeing or hearing about it and then I say that's really good maybe you should share that information so she did come to me with an idea for a book that we're gonna talk about making together writing together she'll write most fix I'm not a writer but oh bullshit <laughs> So for me, the way that I make things happen in my life is that I just say it out loud and then, and then the universe conspires. So we're saying it out loud. The yep. plan is to write a book together. Together. 
And it's going to be basically like a collection of short stories, right? Short about stories, dating. essays, haikus, because I'm just yeah personally in love with that art form. Who doesn't love a haiku? God. Oh, it makes my heart flutter. <laughs> yeah, so that will be forthcoming. Yeah, tomorrow. it's probably going to be. It, a bit. Yeah. We won't. But we have a title. So. We have a title. We're not going to share that yet because there's a whole story. So we'll get we'll get there. You guys just hang out. This was all because of your facial expression. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> and all because I said we're saying it out loud. Yeah. We're putting it into the world. And then it is going to happen because we can't say things and not do them because I hate that. Okay. So back to the book and the reason why we are here, Podcast Land Your Man. Um, oh, that's where we are. So basically the book is just broken down into 38 things. I mean, 38 things, right? Okay. And I had a few that I really liked. And for the most part, I actually did like this book. And the reason why I liked it is because I felt like this book, it does not preach and it's not the other book that he wrote. I felt like it was so demeaning and I don't know if that was just the tone of voice of the actual reader or what See, that's the problem with audible books right because once you get that tone in your head you're like this author is such a dick yeah yeah and it's like, like this guy's an even... asshole and quit talking to me like that <laughs> no it this book is actually good it has good things to say and so there's a few things that stuck out for me the the thing that I think I agreed with at my own peril is he talks about not being too available. Right. Mm -hmm. So in any other context that always bothers me, it's yeah. like, well then how am I going to hold his interest or how, you know, if I'm constantly unavailable, but he kind of frames it in a different light. It's not like in the rules where don't contact him. Don't, you know, mm -hmm. he talks about making yourself, be the center of attention in a man's life, which I think is important if you're in a committed relationship. And he talks about how men, and, and unfortunately I think this is true, he talks about how men, they have to, they have to earn something. You know, it's like they have to work hard for something to feel they like they have they've a challenge. Right. To but it's not even, like I hate the word challenge, but yes. But it's more like you've worked hard and you've earned this prize. And I don't, you know, whatever, the feminist in me is like, I'm not a prize. And then I'm like, well, no. I'm a fucking prize. I am a prize. I'm a good woman. I work hard. I will love the shit out of you if you're in my corner and I'm in your corner. No, I am something that you need to work for. I'm yeah. something that you need to earn. Absolutely. I'm someone that you should have in your life. And so he talks about the importance of not being completely available to men and not because you're purposely, but he's like, let them do the work. Yeah. Because that's the only way that you're going to know if they're truly interested, interested in pursuing you for more than just banging it out. Exactly. I feel like we're doing a fun game of Mad Libs. <laughs> it is. It is a fun game of Mad Libs. It's kind of like my real estate conference. It's like a fill in the blank. Oh, there you go. And I'm just like filling in the blanks. I love it. I don't know how you feel about that, but I, and I'll give you a chance to tell me. But I... <laughs> <laughs> no, you won't. We all know you won't. 
No, I do want to know how you feel because I just, I, uh, yeah, it, he put it in a in a context that I actually agree, and and I think that it's an important thing. Yeah, I do want there to be an element of earning something. Like I just, you know, I mean, I think that's part of that's been part of my issue is that I don't kind of put myself in a position where it's like I'm fucking awesome. Like, you have to work to be fucking awesome then, too. Mm-hmm. So, I just kind of, I don't want to say let any swinging dick, like, hang out. But, like, I think to have that relationship, the one that I want, mm-hmm. I am going to have to find a man who is willing to put in the freaking time. Yeah. And I absolutely have chased men. Oh, uh, yeah. I, <laughs> I had to get very real about that yes. listening to this. And to flip the script... And have a man chase me, which has happened a handful of times in my life. I I know women that men chase. And it's like, as soon as they get them, it, the steam, it wears off. So I think his whole thing is, it can't just be this cat and mouse game. It's got to be, you know, sure, I'm available for that. But I'm not available for this. Or, yes, I'm available. And just setting your standards so that they work hard to keep your attention because they realize that they want to have you around. And I know it sounds almost like barbaric in some ways, but I want the man in my life to want to spend time with me and be with me. Yeah. So, you know, uh, other, so another thing is that he says passive behaviors from men are unacceptable if you want a commitment. So if a guy's just texting you all the time and he's not picking up the phone and calling you, he's like, tell them, I like phone calls. I like to know that you have time to talk with me. So what if you don't like phone calls? Because I don't. (laughs) I'm like just not a huge fan of talking on the phone. If you want a man to commit to you, you're going to have to force yourself to talk to them on the phone until you get married. (laughs) I was like, is she serious? <laughs> no, I th- I think I did all like my phone time like in eighth grade <laughs> when I met my best friend Courtney, who you met last night. I know. Thank Courtney. Courtney girl. girl. <laughs> and she's one of our biggest fans and I love her for that. But yes. that was awesome to finally get to meet her. It's amazing. But I talked to her for like four or five hours straight. So oh, I think totally. I just spent... That was Amberly and I just hours we made up our own language we would go to school and we would say boys names in another language so they wouldn't know what we were talking about you wow, know we oh yeah crafty oh yeah we had oh it oh. was amazing yeah so I, after that I'm like oh, I'm out. Mm-hmm. yeah no definitely yeah so I guess if that's not a deal breaker for you it doesn't have to be but he's just mostly talking about the level of effort oh, okay and my thing is like more effort texting me in the morning <clears throat> and like before you go to bed like those I love that so much yeah like that checking in like just knowing that he's thinking about you is rad or whoever yeah. just knowing that they're thinking about you is awesome and I think that it really kind of creates a special bond because if I'm dating somebody and I'm really into them of course, that's who I'm thinking about before I go to bed and when I wake up, you know, yeah. and I, and when I wake up to a message, it's like, good morning. I'm just thinking about, oh God, so <laughs> <laughs> I love it. another thing 
Okay, we went over some of this stuff before, as we do. Something that I like... Because we're ever prepared. We are. (laughs) He kind of talks... So he breaks down some things that he feels should not be deal breakers and things he feels that should be. Ooh, okay. Right? So he's like, when you start dating a man in the beginning, you got to be flexible. You cannot flip out if he say you're dating for like a couple weeks and then he changes plans one night or he says I can't go and I was like don't be the woman that flips out don't do that he said life takes people in all kinds of directions and you don't know what's going on in that person's life so don't assume don't flip out and but mean it when you say okay let me know when is a good time or when you want to do try again or He's like, and then just go about your business and let them initiate the next. Let them initiate it. And he says, and if they don't, then that's not the man for you. Because if somebody cancels on you Mm -hmm. and doesn't have the wherewithal to then try and reschedule and make it right, then don't, then that's, that's a deal breaker. Yeah. But him canceling is not a deal breaker. Okay. You know? And he said that if a guy uh, comes home from work and if he, you know, he might fall asleep after work or he might get on the phone with his mom or he might, you don't know, he might go out for drinks with the guys after work and not call you. He's like, if you're dating, it's not okay to flip out over these things. It's not okay. And I never really have. I usually just flip out to you or to, you know, like, I'm like, that motherfucker, (laughs) but I don't. Do, I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> there have been a few times, though, when I'm like, well, you didn't pick up the phone. Why didn't it? Well, why? <laughs> but, you know, he's like, be cool. Be flexible. Because that is going to make you stand out from other women that aren't. Yeah. Well, I'm glad he said that because I feel like there is a rigidity around that in some of the other books that we've read. Right. That immediately, like, that's a sign that he's not interested. And then you're like, scorched earth. Yeah. Like, he's, he's gone. He's just not that into you. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Done. The rules. It's like, you're done. Move yeah. on. Next. No, he's like, be flexible. Be cool. Don't let it go on over and over. Yeah. But be cool about it. The other thing. Well, it's weird. Because this, like, last week and a half, I've had that week and a half where, like, life has pulled me in a different direction. Like. Right. And so that having wasn't deal, your focus. Yeah. So having to deal with all of these other things. Yeah. I lost, like, I just didn't have the energy and the wherewithal to text people back or. What? While you were moving and it was your birthday and, and you didn't want to, you don't want to make time blew for up two cars in three days <laughs> and just got back from family vacation and had a tooth extraction. Yeah. I mean, just some things. Just so. a few things came up. Minor. No, and that's it. Things happen in our lives. We have to be patient with the things that happen in our lives and not assume. Also, he talks about if a man, you're early in dating, if a man cancels on you, he doesn't owe you an explanation. Oh. He doesn't have to say. Yes, he does. (laughs) Son of you, you. No, he doesn't have to say, I'm canceling tonight because, but he can say, I can't make it tonight. And you have to say, okay, okay, cool. Let me know when you want to try again. So where's the cutoff for that? Is that like 
if up it, to like three months, and then he, after three months, it's like, d- why are you canceling? No, he doesn't say, but it's it's a matter of like respect. If you get to the point where this person keeps doing this, oh, and okay. this is a habitual thing, then cut them loose. He's like, that's those are deal breakers. Move on. Yeah. Find somebody who's available. But if it's once or twice, it's okay. These are just life things. And when yeah. women flip out and show insecurity over the man not being available, then the man starts to get insecure about anything that might come up in his life that's going to piss that person off. Yeah. Okay. The other point that I really liked about this book, which a lot of the books have not talked about this, because a lot of these books are about, you know, talking about being a bitch and talking about, you know, like... I mean, obviously that was, uh, I kind of pared that down, but (laughs) talks about in order to really form an intimate bond with a man, you have to show your vulnerability. You have to show them. I'm out. (laughs) You hear this thump, 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 thump. New topic. (laughs) No, he says that when you show your vulnerability and he's like, it's not a weakness. It's a strength. And the reason why men are drawn to it is because it's so hard for them. Oh. So when you show them your vulnerability, you're honest about how you feel. You tell, you know, not like two months, you're not like, I'm in love with you like two months in, but like (laughs) you've been dating a while. You don't know where things are headed. You don't know where you stand. Maybe He's like, say it, be vulnerable. Don't be afraid of your vulnerability because the right man is going to a be a natural protector and want to reassure you and want to protect you from getting hurt. Yeah. And he said, and then they're also men are in awe of women that can express themselves. They don't feel like it's a weakness. They feel like it's something that they have such a hard time doing. And again, it's a it's a guy that's invested in you and interested in you. Yeah. Not just, you know, somebody you've been dating a few weeks. I liked that a lot. And then the other thing is that if you feel like this person is somebody that you're interested in, that you want to get more serious with, you want more of a commitment from, say it. Don't oh. hold back. Hmm. Yeah. That made my butthole really tight. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's like, show them when it's when it's time for you, when you are feeling close to them. And, he, you know, but he, it's like about timing. Yeah, of course. You can kind of feel the rhythm between. You should hopefully be able to. So don't just throw it out there. Date two. Yeah, exactly. So your mom, when am I going to meet her? <laughs> right. Can I have a bite of your cheesecake? I would love a spring wedding. <laughs> no, he's like, no, but he's just like kind of, if you're at that point and you feel like it's mutual, say something. He's like, because men are terrified to tell women that they want to go to the next level. He's like, they'll pursue you. They will let you know they're interested. He goes, but to let you know that they're ready to commit is terrifying to them. Wow. Because they are so afraid of rejection, you know? Yeah. So 
I don't know. I mean, I think, yeah, just thinking about it is a terrifying thing, but think about how much time you save if you just tell someone. Yeah. And if they're like, like I'm not on the same page, then okay. Yeah. Bye. Right. And you say, I would like to date you exclusively. And what do they say? They can say, oh, absolutely not. Or (laughs) that sounds great. (laughs) You know, or whatever they say. I mean, I doubt they'd say that sounds great. (laughs) I hope they don't say that. Now, some of the things, he does use the word nag. Don't nag. Love it. Oh, God, I hate that word so much. I hate it because to me, it's it's almost like your drama. I hate it when men say, oh, don't be drama. Like it's a noun. Well, that was in one of my, <clears throat> I, I think mean a in, verb. <laughs> you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> Let me diagram wait, this. I'm doing, I'm being drama right now. Okay, that's movement. I think in my like first Tinder profile, I said something about like, I'm because like reading through dudes' profiles, like all of them are about no zero drama. I don't want any drama, all this stuff. And I was like, well, I'm normally pretty cool, except for Drama Bitch Wednesday, which is the third Wednesday of the month. (laughs) In which case, I just suggest you steer clear because it's on. Uh Yeah, I love it. But you're giving them a, you're setting an expectation, a boundary. Exactly. No, that's great. I think that's fine. Uh, Drama Bitch Wednesday, everyone. Third Wednesday of the month. Be there. It's a meetup group. Is that still the day? It's still still the day. Yeah. You're like, no, I feel, this is the set. I feel set this on that it. day. All right. Great. Uh, here's just a few little quick points. Um, don't be exclusive with a man who's not exclusive with you. Yeah. Well, Yeah. Oh, no. How many times have I dated somebody knowing that we're not in a committed relationship and I am just fixated on that one person? I never have, so. (laughs) That's not true. You're full of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, definitely that conversation. Yeah, yeah. I like that a lot. But it's hard. It's hard. When I like somebody, I'm focused on that, you know? But I I think it's a point. Now, he does say the don't give it up too easily. Talking about sex. Don't give it up. Uh, okay. What is okay? Does We've he give like talked. time parameters? I okay. I I want to say. I like how this is like my forty-day walk across the desert. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can make it. I know. You're Mind like, you, I, I just absolutely recently came off like a three-year drought. <laughs> so. That's true. No, I think you're just making up for lost time right now. You'll settle down. It'll even out. Yeah, it will. I think it's fair enough. I I could be lying. I don't remember him giving an actual estimate or a time. But I think he's more leaning toward kind of that idea of letting the man establish the contact, the initiation, letting him make all the plans in the beginning, and then having intimacy once you're past a certain point of you, you feel confident that you know who this person is. Okay. You know, all right. Which I mean, I, I know we struggle with this, but it comes up in every book, every single one, every book with the sex thing. So maybe we should listen. I don't know. We'll find out soon enough. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe one day I'll meet a guy that I'm really interested in getting to know more than that I want to have sex with. 
the goal, right? Like, well, is that yeah, the... of course. No, that's actually usually I don't let a man touch me unless I'm extremely interested in them to begin with. So yeah, me too. <laughs> that's a lie. Again. That's a lie. Apparently, I've become quite a liar. You as a forty year old. You need to like. You need to listen to this podcast. Okay. <laughs> I have a podcast for you to listen to. You do? I mean, come on. Okay, let's see. Um, oh, oh, this was a great point. So he talks about high-quality men. And I did quotes, high-quality men, because I don't... Air quotes, yeah. I don't know what that means exactly. Because for me, it's like a man who makes plans and doesn't beat me. But um, <laughs> high-quality men. High-quality men. Are interested in women who are confident and who don't mind coming back at them and who don't mind showing their own aggression. They, you know, he said that women who are too cutesy or too feminine or too overly girly Mm -hmm. that some men like that, they're into that. Yeah. But men who really will value and respect you and appreciate you are going to like it if you... This goes back to being... You have like a sock puppet hand going. Feisty. Yes. Feisty. Yes, because you kept saying feisty like a pirate wench. She's my feisty woman. (laughs) Well, yeah, it's like it goes to that of the idea that... Why men love bitches. Exactly. That she's confident. You're confident. So, yeah, duh. That seems like pretty obvious to me okay here's something i just ran across since i'm on the same document you're on yes stay positive as you keep searching Mm -hmm. i think that is probably one of the biggest if not the biggest things when you are just out in the world because i think a lot of times you just you can't help but become disheartened with some of like the shit storms Absolutely. while dating <clears throat> and to keep a positive outlook and that, you know, you don't become embittered by past experiences. Right. Cause he, you're not going to attract the right kind of guy. He talks about how men are drawn to women who are perfectly fine in their skin, in their lives, single as fuck. It's okay. I, I don't have to have a man in my life. And I think that that's kind of what that is of being positive and being not walking around, being sad and being, and I've done it. I've, you know, I've been oh, like, yeah. lonely. It is what, you know, I mean, I've done it. We've all done it. And yeah, I think the, the and that, I mean, that goes with anything. Like even in this, this conference that I've been going to, they talk about, you know, when you want to build your business and when you, you know, you're going to come up, you're going to have bumps. You're going to have things that are happening that you don't want to have happen and you have to roll with the punches and you have to stay positive. And the minute that you are not positive, you exude that and people are not drawn. Right. Right. And you know, you get one life. So are you going to walk around, you know, moping all the time and Eeyore? Right. I lost my tail. (laughs) Well, and I have done it, so I'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying, I'm just saying. Yes, but that's in anything, like, 
stay positive because you keep searching for a new job, for a place to live, for moving cities, for developing new friendships, for like anything. Yeah. Legit anything. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I think some of this stuff, honestly, is very obvious. It just, it sounds like duh, but we don't put it into practice. Women do not put it into practice enough. They just don't. Yeah. From my experience with discussions with women and from my own experience, we don't pay attention to these things enough. And I, I think, I don't know, I, I think this is good advice. Oh, he talks about, like, you know, not being one of the guys. Okay. Don't, Does that mean I can't swear? Yeah, it probably is back, goes back to don't high five. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, you hate that one. I hate it. It's not like I'm going around high fiving and, like, butt slapping everyone. <laughs> but on occasion, like, there is no better communication than the high five. I agree. I agree. But, um, you know, he's like, don't, don't be one of the guys. Because the guys, it's a different dynamic than the feminine energy that you bring as someone who your man can be vulnerable with. It's like, he can't be vulnerable with the guys. No. It's hard when you're right. chest bumping. Being like, <laughs> so Denise and I Unless are going through a breakup. <laughs> chest bump. I'm not sure how I feel about it. High five. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how all men communicate with exactly. each other. Oh, Lord. Okay. So... He talks about, the, you know, things that I think are a little antiquated, like don't move in with a man if you want to get married. I don't know. I don't know what world that is, but. I don't know. My sociology class in college, like the statistic <clears throat> was if you moved in together, you had a higher probability of getting divorced if you moved in together before marriage. Really? Yeah. Spoiled <sighs> again. Exactly. Because there's something about that commitment where you just make it work. <laughs> right. So. Well, no, you know, I can see that, right? Because you say you, you stand up in front of all of your friends and family and in you some instances, God himself. And you say, I've been forever. A, yeah, forever. And then three years later, you're like, oh, I remember that one. I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> right. I had my fingers crossed behind my back. Yeah. No, I do think. And I think. There's just ebbs and flows that have to happen in any relationship, whether you're married or not. And if you don't let those things happen and you think a bump comes and you got to move on, it's killing romance. Because I think the, the fun part happens after you get past those. I'm just, I'm just spitballing here. That's why our book is going to be a game changer, y'all. <laughs> but in, in my own personal relationship that I did have, there we had relationship bumps and I'm not shitting you every time we would get over one we were so much closer so much more connected the intimacy level was heightened every time and you know I think that's absolutely important to get get be able to get through things with someone mm -hmm. so all of that being said so this book on Amazon, which I like to kind of use as a reference for these books now, because now we're at the point where we're picking out new books for next season, mm -hmm. which I'm very excited about because we have a very specific angle for next season. Which we sure do. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we are so like impressed our, with ourselves. I, I like our 90s sitcom, like <laughs> wink at each other. There. Double trouble. 
Uh, no, so this book, out of 410 reviews, has four and a half stars out of five. Okay. That's a that's great for this kind of... Um, that kind of book. It is. Because his last book, remember, it was like, I think... Yeah, it was it was a lot less. It was lower. But seventy three percent of people um, gave it a five star review. So, absolutely essential read for dating. I love how the author gives simple but powerful guidelines on how we need to respect ourselves no matter what, which I agree with completely. This is from a man. It's hard to find men that comment on these women's books, but he says. This info had me laughing because it's so true about us men and how we process women and determine if they're someone we want or not. Follow these tips and you will never have to chase men. Uh, he did spell they're wrong, <laughs> which is a problem for me. It leaves him out of my dating pool. But, you know, I, I think the best sort of endorsement for, for these books when they come from a man and a man says, oh, no, this is great advice. Yeah. Unless the advice is of the kind that I don't like, then. <laughs> <laughs> In which case, I then will not bullshit. pay attention to that man. Exactly. Uh, you need this book. I thought everything I was doing was right. Been there, done that. Turns out I was doing everything wrong. It's common sense. But until you read it, you're unaware of it. Because we think like women, not men. Yeah. And, you know couple months ago, I would have been like, that's bullshit. I'm a feminist. And I am. I yeah. am a feminist. But the more we're, we've been doing this, and the more I've been talking to people, and the more I've been information gathering, we're very different creatures. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I don't, I don't think I've understood to the extent. <laughs> oh, that we are yeah. very, very different. Yeah. I mean, you grew up in a household with your brother. Yes. Right? That so is very true. I think you true. had some insight that. And I think women who grew up, who grow up around. Yeah. And I was close to my uncles and <clears throat> yeah. So having a male influence, you kind of get the insight onto how they treat women, what they think about women. So yeah. Right. That was definitely an how, insider advantage. How they really do process things differently than yeah. we do. And it's not bad. I and mean, it's not a judgment. It's not bad. It's just different. Now this, I don't agree with this review because I've, I've, we've done books before that have done this. This is one star. This only managed to tell every woman how to change everything about herself to be what men want her to be. Oh, I girl, you need to read the rules. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I disagree with that because I feel like he was much more accessible as far as not again, condescending to women the way he was in the other book. And this is only the second book of his that I've looked at, but I agree uh, that this book does not do that. And I would recommend this book. And the other one I would not recommend. Yeah. It's funny because the same author, how does he have such disparate views in just two different, I mean, is he just trying to appeal to different audiences? uh, Maybe. I mean, it could be like a marketing thing, but I think too, it's in the title, like, you know, the begging for attention and then the never chasing, like Mm -hmm. words have very specific power. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking at like, like we discussed in that episode, I don't want to make anyone beg for my attention. Like I want people to just be naturally like, Seeking it, but right. not begging for it. Right. And I don't want to chase a man. I don't want to chase a man either. 
because I've done that. Right. I'm tired. Yeah. No, my legs hurt. You know? Yeah. I got like, shin splints. Yeah. And I got plantar I, I, I pulled a hammy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It gets exhausting. It's like you're trying to hold on to something, keep it in your life so hard that you're missing out. Yeah. On men who will chase you and who will, you know, but I think eliminating the word chase would be a great start because it's, again, it goes, even like in the rules, the caveman thing came up again. Mm -hmm. And I just, that whole idea, you know, like comparing men to cavemen, don't hit me over the head with a, you know, like a... (laughs) wooden stick and carry me off into the like no the world is different now I don't think I think that it's a disservice to men mm-hmm. to call them cavemen yeah. I think it's gross I de- it's not fair it's yeah. not fair to men or to women we have to dummy them down so that we can even have a conversation with them or yeah. appeal to them in any way but I do want them to change like I want to be wooed I want like somebody to absolutely. show up like that absolutely Absolutely. There's nothing like it when a guy is enamored with you and he does thoughtful, sweet things, not sexual. No. Sweet, thoughtful things to spend time with you, just to spend time with you. Yeah. And he does talk about that in here about how you can really kind of gauge a man's interest on how he wants to spend time with you. Yeah. If every time you're spending time with someone, they want to hop into bed that's not necessarily quality connection with someone. Yeah. But he's like, if this guy's planning, you know, taking you to your favorite restaurant or, you know, then there's a level of interest there that's above and beyond just getting laid, just physical, you know, a hundred percent physical release, physical necessity, whatever it is. I, I recommend the book. I liked it. All right. I'm yeah. I like hearing that. I'm a fan, and also for me because I'm busy as fuck. <laughs> it's simple. Yeah. It's just simple. It's like it breaks it down real easy. I didn't have to unpack a ton of stuff. It's just basic and simple, and and not condescending. And and that's I appreciated it. You know, not because I'm a simple person or I can't process things, but because I'm busy. You're stupid. <laughs> That's why. You're fucking bimbo, Carla. <laughs> no, I I really appreciated that. It didn't waste my time. Well, yeah, I think just at a certain point, like 75 things, like it's just too much. A hundred things. Like I I don't need a hundred. I need like two that work. Or 38. 38. 38. Doable. <laughs> but even in some of those, like you were able to kind of cherry pick, like especially the things that you're like, oh. Definitely. Well, right. There were, there were like those aha moments of like, oh, I do do that. And I probably shouldn't. And I'm not getting the results I want because I did that. Or I am getting the results I want because I did that. And I'm failing because (laughs) I'm willfully (laughs) doing things that are, you know, making people react a certain way. So anyway, yeah, I say yes. I say yes to all of it. Yes to all of it. Well, there's some, there's a few points. Do you it, think that you will be reading more Bruce Bryan's? Not in the coming future. Okay. No. You capped it at two. Yeah, for now. For now. I mean, if we run out of stuff, which is highly unlikely because there's literally like, 
millions of yes. books. Yes, we could do this podcast into our graves, and we would still miss out on so not many books. cover all the relationship <laughs> books. It's insane. We could do this on the daily. I know it's insane. Uh, and they essentially yeah. say the same thing. Like, that's kind of, as we're going along here, it's kind of cracking me up because, like, I'll start reading something and I'm like, oh, they already addressed this, like, way back in the, way back. Yes. Now, he is one of the authors, though, that does write for men as well. He yeah. He writes books for men as well. So, I do want to check out some of those. The I want to hear. Man's. Right. All right. We have a mutual friend. He's read a lot of these books that are for men. Okay, so I was like, no, we don't. We don't have any mutual friends. That's true, we don't. I'm lying. Like, I'm the liar now. <laughs> no, uh, I had talked to him about coming on to the show because he's read a lot of these books. He's, like, now okay. in a relationship. But he, and he, so this is what was funny, though, because he said, oh, it's a lot of the same advice for men. And I'm like, no wonder. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder people are having fucking problems. You're getting the same advice to not talk to me, not call me back. Is this a Not ploy? pursue, not initiate, like, what? I think we just how under- does that uncovered work? a huge conspiracy. <laughs> so. <laughs> so we're both being instructed not to communicate. Right. And then we buy more books. Right. That tell us do not, under any circumstances, Right. Not to sleep with the person, not to talk to them. Or any babies born. I don't know. People don't Rule listen breakers. to the books. <laughs> I would guarantee you that it's people that are like, I don't need a book. I'm just going to get laid and have a relationship and fall in love. And I'm like, fuck you, those people. <laughs> it's so easy. I enjoy that inner dialogue right there. Anyway, so, yeah, that's that. What, um, what's on deck? What's on deck? In the on deck circle, we have Steve Harvey's. Oh, act, act like a lady, think like a man. Okay, all right. And I yeah. have to say, like, I was very, like I've been with every book, very hesitant, um, because I'm not a huge Steve Harvey fan. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, God, is this going to be like watching, like, the family feud? Because uh-huh. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can't do it, Steve Harvey. But he actually, and he wrote it with someone I think so it definitely has his voice and I like books that are conversational he's a very conversational writing style right so it's like you're just hanging out with him having a chit chat and he clearly to me seems like he would be an authority on it he's been divorced several times and he's not married <laughs> so he's clearly well, the yeah, go-to just how he guy got his start too it's been it's interesting yeah you know no yeah I uh, that was one of the books that my mom bought for me Oh my god, your mom bought you like every book we've read this she season. She was so worried about it. So worried. And I'm doing great, mom. <laughs> Everything's fine. Rightfully so. <laughs> no, she really did want me to have a part. She wanted me to like fall in love and have the love that she never had and, you know, she she so she would buy me useless literature, but <laughs> bless her heart. I, yeah, no. I I was always I would smile and take the book. I never read them. I mean, I read the books, obviously. Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. I'm, so, I'm done. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think you have to be in the position to receive that information. That's it. So it's like I, you can have a stack. And apparently you do a stack of relationship <laughs> books. How did that 
never seen this. Like, do you have them all shoved away? No, I have. So I a lot of them are audiobooks. Oh, okay, gotcha. So you when I was commuting tapes. two hours a day. Oh, okay, that makes sense. I was listening to these books, and I was going through a period in my life where I was like, I think I'm inept at this. <laughs> There's something. I'm good at a lot of things, but this yeah. is not a thing. I'm, I'm really at. talented at making a lot of shit happen in my life, and for some reason this this thing is not happening. But I am getting to the point now where I'm realizing it's not about making it happen. It's about it fitting into my life the way it is now, and someone coming in and uh, making space for someone and then making space for me and us finding a rhythm with each other and that's that's hard to do when you're a busy person who does a lot of things yeah I haven't wanted to give up my goals and my ambitions and I think that that can be a handicap if one of your goals and ambitions is to fall in love because other people have their needs and expectations too so yeah I'm coming to terms with a lot of these things because of this podcast frankly oh well that's good it's helping yes. one person. <laughs> <laughs> no, it. you've said you're learning from this. Yes, I have. I am. Like how I, you're focusing on yourself right now. <laughs> how I'm focusing on myself through others. <laughs> That's going to be the follow-up book, How I'm book continuing too. to do the same exact thing I did before, but differently. But <laughs> differently this time. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think it all, it gets absorbed in. So, you know, the stuff lands where it needs to land. So, uh, okay, great. So any, let's see, for next week, I'm trying to think as far as. We're getting down to the end of the season, girl. I know it's, this is episode 10. We have four more and that's it. Oh my God. That's it. And I'm excited because I think the next, you know, I feel like they, they keep getting better which was kind of the point is yeah. that we kind of lead up <laughs> we lead up to the most valuable information and I think that's where we're headed my last book is like kick ass I love my last book good so yeah all right well if there's nothing else I don't um, think there's anything else no if you have any obviously uh thoughts questions comments or concerns please email us share them yeah. with us we want to hear do. your feedback and please tell your friends. We are growing. It's very exciting. We have well over a hundred subscribers now, which doesn't seem like a lot, but considering we're just dropping our ninth episode. Yeah. 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 Ninth goes out tomorrow. Tomorrow. Ooh, right. I'm so excited. Yes. So thank you so much for listening. And as always, we will see you next week on Mind and Man. Yeah. Happy dating, everyone. Happy dating. Carla, thanks for coming to Vegas. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You don't even need to tell me. <laughs> I love Vegas. I just... I Except love for the city. weather. Well, I don't like the heat, which is a huge um, <laughs> barrier. But I do... I love the city. I really do. Just There's so everyone knows, I love the heat. Yeah, I don't. That's something about you that this is why we're not compatible as sexual partners. <laughs> And that's the only reason. That's it. I love heat. She doesn't. So it's not going to work. We're doing this podcast. <laughs> All right, Delia. If there's nothing else. Uh, nothing else. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Slenderman podcast is a subsidiary of nothing and is produced in association with no one other than Carla Nell and Delia Knight.